Welcome to Jordan Drew, the sports crew. The EWC basketball breakdown for March 1st. Robert Schimmick and myself, we are here today. No Jordan Lorenz. We're taking over for playoffs. This is going to be a lot of fun. Robert, how you doing today? We're doing great. Ready for some playoff basketball. Yeah, this is my favorite time of the year. You know, we got March Madness coming up. That's a lot of fun for college hoops. Robert's recovering after the WIAC championship. His UW Oshkosh Titans, they get the job done over the Platteville Pioneers. So, Robert, you feeling good right now? Yeah, you know, tough to beat a team three times in one year. Always you the cliche line, but yeah, that was a dogfight yesterday. Had the privilege of filming the game, so sitting in the Platteville section, uh, that was an experience. But yeah, great, great game, and uh, hopefully uh, we can continue our season. Hey, EWC greats in that game. Kyle Tuma, one of them, had a big oh, game. Yeah. 18, 18, I think, 18, right? 18. Yeah. Oh, he had 20, oh, he 25. 25. Oh. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, so he went He went off. Sadly, the Pioneers could not get the job done, but, hey, let's go into girls' hoops for the EWC. The season is over, and now it's postseason time. The Brilliant Lions are your conference champions, 13-1 and in conference, 23-3 and overall. For Jeff Cape- Coach Jeff Capelli's Lions, and talking then stats, Grace Shizzle was the scoring leader with 24.8 a game, Olivia Hurl, 23.1. Megan Schumann, 19 a game. Emma Edelman, 15.9. And then Kenzie Graff with 15. And then for rebounds, Olivia Hurl, yet again, 9.3 rebounds. Peyton Grenzer, 8.6. Then Allison Kekis, 8.1. Assists per game, Alyssa Wolfel, 4.9. Jocelyn April, 3.7. Then Maya Emmer, 3.7. So that wraps up the stats. Rest of the conference, New Olstein finished 12-2 in conference, 21-5 overall. Keel, 11-3 in conference, 21-5 overall. Chilton Tigers, 7-7 seven and seven in conference, 14-12 overall. The Valders Vikings, 5-9 in conference, 10-16 overall. Two Rivers Raiders, 4-10, 12-14 overall. And then Sheboygan Falls, 4-10 in conference, 9-17 overall. And then the Ron Colley Jets, 0-14 in conference, 3-22 overall. So that wraps up the conference stuff there. And then, Robert, we go to the brackets. We'll, we'll start then in Division 4 here and I just want to hear your thoughts, you know, talking brackets. We we saw this year they kind of implement the computer-generating matchups, and let's hear what you think. Well, uh, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. It's difficult because, like, I, I'm, I'm between the fact that what, what are they going to announce? The seating meetings are going to come back or they're going to drastically alter it because I'd say it was kind of an unsuccessful year one, um, like – Obviously, it wasn't going to be perfect. It wasn't going to be as good as probably coaches in meetings. But, I mean, there's just a couple examples. I didn't look at the girls' side too much, but, like, the boys' side, we'll just cover it broadly for both of them. Like, for example, I think there was, like, Marinette, like, I saw one time. They were, like, games above Green Bay West, and they beat them by 40, yet they got a lower seed. And, like, just another example, like, Brookfield Central beat the number one or lost to the number 14 seed, Brookfield East. Brookfield East got a 14 seed. They just beat the number one seed, and they have an okay record. Way better. Like, there was just a bunch of teams that were just way misranked. And even around in some EWC uh, brackets, I thought there was a lot of interesting rankings. But it it is what it is. got to beat everybody. 
but yeah, I definitely think it'll either go back to like Zoom coach meetings or they'll just drastically try to change the system. But yeah, very interesting. I, I really prefer the coach Zoom meetings. I think that's the best way to do it, in my opinion. Because, wow, we'll, we'll talk about some of the boys' ones. I'll, I'll want your thoughts for those. But, yeah, the girls here. So we saw Valor's get a six seed. And then they they hosted Horicon, the 11. They beat them 72-32. They beat them by 40. Then they traveled to Winnebago Lutheran Academy, and then they lost by 25. So that ends the Vikings season there. Jordan Lorenz talked about Manitowoc Lutheran season coming to an end on yesterday's episode. And then we'll talk also about the Ron Collie Jets. They hung in there against Coleman, but they eventually they eventually lost. So that ends the Jets season as well. So that kind of that wraps up the D3 stuff. And now D3 or D4 stuff, D3 now with the girls. We saw the Brilliant Lions rightfully so get that one seed. And wow, they had a close game against Jaboyan Falls. What did you think about that, Robert? Only five-point win against the Falcons. Well, yeah, I've noticed it kind of be a common theme this year with Brilliant, like, facing a zone and getting off to a slow start. And usually that's what happens with any team. But yeah, they got off to a slow start. They're down about 10 in the first half. And I was like, oh, they're fine. They'll figure it out. They got up to about an 18-point lead in the second half and, you know, about to just blow it open. All of a sudden, you know, some subbings made or some brilliant kind of slows it down a little bit with about six minutes left. And before you know it, Wigan Falls went on an 11-0 run with a – with about three minutes left and all of a sudden it was like a nine point game and you're kind of like oh crap this one actually could be a game if they make some more shots boom I think they made like two more threes in there then they started falling all of a sudden it's a four point game and it was very close brilliant they hit a they hit a three at the buzzer from about 30 feet to William Falls so they were up about eight and then they made about five point game but or four point, whatever it was. Yeah, it was, I mean, not, not great, but yeah, they, they got it, they got it done, I guess, but yeah, definitely too close for comfort in a game like that. Talk about another game too close for comfort. They, they hosted Utsburg, the four seed and wow, 64, 62. They got the win there. They won by two against number four. Were you able to catch any of that? Any, any thoughts? Yes. After my game last night, um, got back in my in my room and um caught the second half I rewatched the whole game but um yeah in the first when Oostburg's a good team they beat the Michigan Indians who brilliant lost to by about 20 points I looked Oostburg's a good team as all teams are at this stage in the tournament and uh they were red hot they came out brilliant was down about 15 to 18 points in the first half and uh, one player for Brilliant in that, I'm not going to say won them the game, but she played really well, was Hannah Schimmick. I mean, she had a bunch of threes in the uh, three or four. I think she had four threes, and it was very tough rebounding, a lot of good assists. She really helped out the Brilliant uh, squad in that game, and they kind of came back. She had a three to put them up by three with uh, 150, 124 remaining, excuse me. Yeah, they got it done, and now they have uh, Keel, right? Yeah, they do have Keel, uh, but also Megan Schumann put up 24 in that game as well yep. to help out the Lions and their cause, and they they won the second half, and that's that's what it took. They beat, outscored them 32-28, and that gave them the two-point win, that four-point swing right there. So looking now in the bracket, as you mentioned, they do have 
the Keel Raiders. They go to sectional semi. It is in Two Rivers. So the Two Rivers Raiders are hosting it. And that's going to be a good game. We saw them split the regular season series. So uh, best out of three really here. Winner takes all. This is going to be good. Uh, Coach Vandermeuse, formerly from Brilliant here, and now um, coaching the Raiders and coaching Je- or against Jeff Capelli's squad. So this should be some good stuff, Robert. Uh, any any thoughts coming into this game? Because we've seen Brilliant, you know, make make these games really close. And Kiel, Kiel took care of New Holstein. They beat them by nine. So uh, what do you think? What are your thoughts coming in this game? First off, I'm not entirely surprised by uh, Kiel beating New Holstein. Thought uh, from what I've just seen briefly, I thought Keel, they kind of they had a nice game against Chilton, who Chilton got hot at the end of the year, but they had a nice game. Uh, their first round against Chilton, and then they took it to New Holstein, I guess, by nine. I'm not very surprised there. So Keel's hot. When they're shooting hot, uh, I believe was it Edelman who had a lot of uh, points in the first half? I will check. I saw- I think, on, I think on Twitter I saw she had like 18 first half points or something. Maybe it was 18 for the game, but I thought it was first half. So, yeah, she, no she's stats. playing well. When they're, shoot, when they're shooting it well, uh, Keel, and when they kind of just play through their starters and then in their uh, stars, they're tough to beat. They can get hot. I think this one will be very close. Neutral sites. Yeah, this is what you uh, play for. This is what you start practicing in November for. Uh, these games right here, and yeah, I really don't know. I I would like to think Brilliant a little bit, just because they might they have a little more experience, maybe. But yeah, I, I'm not I'm not really sure right now. It'll be a close game for sure. But yeah, I like what you said. Play through your stars, Edelman. You know, Ash Fromm. Yep. I, I think these like play play through those players this time um, of year. Yeah, especially like those players are going to win you the game, and then of course Brilliant's going to play through. You know, people like Schumann, you know, and you mentioned Schimmick played well. And then Emmer, of course, you know, they have Brilliant certainly should be favored here, I'd say. But who knows? It's it is about to be March. It'll be March the day this episode airs. So how about that? But yeah, we'll we'll talk then with other, you know, EWC teams, as you mentioned. Uh, Keel took care of Chilton, no problem by 18. And then two rivers lost to New Holstein. New Holstein beat them by 23 there. So, yeah, that, that'll kind of like that wraps up, I guess, the girls' um, falls. I mean, they beat they be Denmark. And then, like we mentioned, they gave Brilliant a run for their money. But uh, let, let's kind of move over now to talk about boys' basketball now. And now in March, as we said, we saw the Roncalli Jets. They won the EWC. So, you would think that would solidify, you know, with Luke Pouts, but we'll we'll leave the player of the year and the conference stuff for another episode, as we said. So, but Ron Colley Jets 13 and 1 in conference, 20 and 3 overall. Brilliant Lions, 12 and 2 in conference, 22 and 2 overall. Keel Raiders, 10 and 4 in conference, 15 and 8 overall. The Valors Vikings, 9 and 5 in conference, 11 and 12 overall. The Chilton Tigers, 6 and 8 in conference, 13 and 11 overall. The Two Rivers Raiders, 3 and 11 in conference, 6 and 16 overall. Sheboygan Falls, 2 and 12 in conference, 4 and 20 overall. And then the New Holstein Huskies, 1 and 13 in conference, and then 2 and 22 overall. So looking at the stat leaders from top to bottom, points per game. Luke Pouts wins the scoring title, 24.9 a game. Jeremy Lorenz, 20.6. Pierce Arns, 19.4. Cole Hovey, 14.8. And then Jackson Olsen, 13.6. So two Valders. 
players to round it out. Rebounds per game. Grant Munns gets the job done. 15.3 rebounds a game. Alex Breckheimer of Chilton, 12 boards a game. And then Jeremy Lorenz, 11.6 a game. Assist leaders, Pierce Arns, 5.4. Mason Myers, 4.7. Then Joe Witzak, 4.2. So that wraps up the EWC stats and then standings. But hey, we got some we got some games coming up. We have some good ones, Robert, in the boys, you know, playoff. But we'll talk about some of the seeds that that some of the team teams got, and I thought they were interesting. Um, of course, the Givens were around Collie and Brilliant both getting ones. We saw that, thankfully. They couldn't mess that one up. But what do you think about Valder's getting the seven in the D4 sectional, sectional four? Yeah, I saw they were the seven. Didn't really see uh, how many um, teams, like what exactly teams were ahead of them. But, I mean, I'll say this, the most important factor in the computer scheduling was, or the computer seeding was just, you got to have a great record. And Valors, they played a really tough schedule this year, so their record wasn't as great as some of the other teams. So that's that's just the unfortunate part. But I do like their path. I mean, I think they have an okay path. We've seen Valors, you know, compete with a lot of teams. And, I mean, I it's going to be a tough rematch. Do they get to sectionals and face Sheboygan Lutheran? But I think they definitely could get there. Yeah, spot on. Um, looking at through their, their way. You know, that Destiny team is not a good one. I was looking through some of the scores and stats. Common opponents, but it's hard to judge common opponents. It's it's a gauntlet. So, but if they if they do beat Destiny, which they should, and then they go to St. Mary's Springs, uh, they they have a similar schedule, and it's you know, they they both played Keel, um, and both were like a couple possession difference. You know, it was scoring wise, but it, it's it's hard to judge that. And then of course. Uh, well, they also both lost to Laconia. So uh, looking, you know, they both, they have fairly common schedules. So not saying that means everything, but Valders has beat, they beat the better teams. Uh, we saw them have, they hung in there against Brilliant. I mean, they they beat them then the second time around. And then also um, they they play bad against teams like Sheboygan Lutheran. They lost by 50. So it's, it's really hard to judge, you know, what we're going to get out of this Valders team. But like Robert said, there is potential, you know, to see this team maybe make the sectional. But yeah, because with Valor's going down to D four, they're actually the only team from the EWC in that sectional. But Robert, I don't know if you looked at Ron Colley's path. What do you think of their path to the state tournament? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't really look at it again that much. They're gonna have to beat Iola. I know that. But uh, originally, I think you know, unless they just do really bad one game and lose like they kind of did last year or something unforeseen happens. I definitely think they'll be in the sectional final again. I, I, and my, I have them, I have them picked to go to state. I believe, I believe they will go to state just because they're playing really good ball right now. They had kind of a little skid in the middle of the year. Like they were playing so tough um, the first month of the season, didn't play the greatest teams, but they just looked awesome on offense. Then, then on offense, they kind of just had a lull. They lost to Denmark. They won on a buzzer beater. It's a little shoot. Lost to Brilliant there. Lost to Plymouth. Just, just, just played a lot of teams close, too, that they didn't the first time. But definitely, like, they kind of got back on track. Had a dominating win against Brilliant. They were the better team the entire night. Uh, won some, uh, won some uh, games recently in a row here. So I definitely think they're hot right now. Back to kind of how they were playing last year and the beginning of the year. So I do, I do like them. Iola, they got a tough guy, Parker Prawl, his name. 
But I, I do think that'll be the sectional final matchup. It'll be a close game. But I think Ron Colley, they're, they're, there's a track where they go to state this year, and I think it's not that unlikely. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Coleman being the two seed, they got to probably have to be them or like a team like St. Mary Catholic to get to the sectional semis, it seems. But they can't lose the Mantock Lutheran. Uh, Lutheran's got Lutheran plays at Ocano. So if they win that game, they head to Roncalli. So we'll see a rematch of last year's regional game. So hopefully we don't see them lose to the, to the Lancers. I don't think they will this year. I think last year was completely different, but hey, uh, they got a more experienced squad now. Pouts being a senior, that that's a big thing right there, and we'll see where the Jets can go. Because like like you said, I think I think State is in the potential for the Ron Colley Jets. But let's go then to D three now. You know, after we talk D four teams, um, they're all like kind of in the same area. So this is kind of nice here. Brilliant, they got the one spot, and rightfully so in D three. And then on the two in the bottom, Campbell Sport, uh, Robert. This is a Campbell Sport team. You know, we we see now get a two seed. Um, I know Valor's played them. They beat them a few years ago. But do you know anything about that Campbell Sport squad? I know they started the year. I think like maybe twelve and 10 and zero. Like they were, they started really good undefeated. Then they lost a couple games, but they got a good record. So that's, I mean. Yeah, they, that's really much all they have. They got a good record. I don't think they played, I mean, a ton of difficult teams, but still, it's still hard to have a good good record when you're, you know, 15 games above 500. That's always great. So, yeah, they just had a better record than Denmark. So, I think that's just why they were higher. Yeah, uh, for sure at that. But then let's, let's look then at the three spot. Yeah, Cal Moraine Lutheran, and they'll play – the winner of number 11 Sheboygan Falls and number six Keel. So Keel gets a six spot there. I think they take care of uh, Falls there and then they'll probably move on, but um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see with that. Southern Door, the four, they they host number 13, New Holstein. Number 12, TR goes to Denmark. So Denmark getting a five, that's going to be a tough five seed if they make it and they beat Southern Door and they play in the regional final against Brilliant. You know, Donovan Short's a guy you think of right away. But, Robert, what do you think? Yeah, this is kind of what I said. I mean, not to like, – like, for example, in Brilliant's case, like, just for example, like I was kind of hoping Brilliant, you know, would get that one just because I kind of figured middle way through the year, Denmark and KML would be, you know, your other two teams. So if you only have to play one of those teams, that would be, uh, you know, your benefit. But, yeah, unfortunately, like you said, the computer, a little bit off. I do think Denmark's the second or third best team, maybe even a chance to be the best team when Short and Conkle are rolling. Yeah, so they're good. it's going to be a regional final. I definitely think uh, Denmark wins their first two games. You can almost guarantee it. I mean, I believe Southern North lost to Sheboygan Falls earlier in the year. So I don't, I don't think they're on Denmark's level. I definitely like Denmark in that one. So I think that'll be a really fun game to watch with Short and Lorenz. And then, yeah, I think Keel, they'll win their first game. And yeah, I think there's a lot of – who else did you mention is in that one? Keel, Sheboygan Falls, and was there another one? Yeah, so that, that's in the bottom part. You, the top one is New Holstein. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, New Holstein, Southern Door, the 13, the 4, Denmark and TR, the 5 and the 12, and then Chilton, Utsberg, 9 and 8. So brilliant plays the winner okay. of Chilton, Utsberg. Yeah, Mm-hmm. So that's going to be yeah. 
And then the bottom, I'll rehab, recap it right now. Number three, Kelmarain Lutheran plays the winner of Falls and Keel. And then number two, Campbellsport plays the winner of number seven, Kiwani, number 10, Sturgeon Bay. So that, that wraps up the that, that part of the D3 thing, the D3, I guess, bottom corner, um, bottom right corner. And then North Northland Pines gets the one on top. So um, they would they would play, you know, um, number or number two freedom freedom as well or another seed in there they would end up playing you know brilliant made it all the way they would play them for a trip to state so are, are any of those teams ones you would not want to play up in that top right well yeah i hope we play northland pines but like we said again they're not the best team I, the best two teams in there are freedom and xavier who i would really not want to play i mean freedom Freedom, they took LCL, uh, Lake Country Lutheran, to overtime earlier in the year. They were a solid team, the well coached. Um, and Xavier is an explosive team, too. You know, they, they've, they're they kind of streaky. Like, like they lost to Kingdom Prep Lutheran recently at Xavier, which is a tough place to play. Um, we saw Brilliant play Kingdom Prep Lutheran in the year. They won by about 20. So I don't I don't really know, but I definitely when they're on, I, I don't want to mess with them. They beat Valders by a bunch. A lot, they beat yeah. Some other teams, maybe other teams really big. They have Alex Sherwood, Charlie Pfefferly, and they got experience. Uh, they they've been you know pretty good for the last ten years, ten plus years. So they're always going to be they're always going to be good. Yeah. So I, those are the two teams I'd like to stick away from. And those are definitely, I think, the best two teams, but you never know. I mean, when you got the one seed, Northland Pines, you could uh, get hot. You're obviously a good team if you get that, but you, you never know. Yeah, and um, number four plays, so like Xavier has to play on a Tuesday night as well. So yes. but I, I think, I, I, like you said, they, they've been solid. They're always a squad to look out for no matter where they are. I feel like, I feel like Valders is as well. Like they're a seven seed right now and mm-hmm. – and, Teams are still, you know, not wanting to play them. Um, some of those teams that they would have to match up up in that I'm bottom. I'm glad they're. In- yeah, and that, that's just how it works with enrollment because, yeah, like you mentioned, Brilliant probably doesn't want to play them a third time. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, definitely. yeah. And, and but you know, team like Sheboygan Lutheran maybe is like, okay, you know, if we have to play them, if we're, we're rooting for them to make it because. But I'm, I'm sure we'll get a better a better game if that were were the case, considering the back to back they put Valders in. Talk about a back to back that is as tough as it gets. But uh, yeah, Robert, do you have anything else? You know, we talk playoffs now. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I think yeah. I mean, obviously, you're always looking for teams. I think Brilliant and Collie are both have realistic shots. You know, to go to the state tournament. Um. Yeah, Keel. They're also a team that can get hot, but I, I just don't. They're a couple years away yet. If they have a chance, I think. But yeah, I just think overall, um, we're in for a lot of good games here. So definitely, it will be an exciting time. And yeah, like you said, uh, we'll have our you know our what our rankings and player of the year picks in a little bit or a little later. So. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun couple weeks here to see how how those teams kind of play out. For sure, I'm looking forward to it. I'll be at the state tournament, uh, Robert. I don't know if you'll end up being able to make it with with you got your Oshkosh Titans. You no, know, busy. Yeah, I work with them. Uh, 
if we make the um, national, if we make the final four, or whatever the national uh, championship game, I won't be there. But that's a good reason to miss it. So that yeah, is indeed, definitely, but definitely a fun time. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and this this was a lot of fun, Robert. And hey, make sure to follow EWC Sports on Instagram at EWC underscore Sports. Then Jordan Drew the Sports Crew on Instagram, Jordan Drew underscore Sports Crew. And yeah, that wraps up our EWC breakdown for March 1st, 2022. So thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, the perfect podcast for you.